We are changing things up for 2019 and I am super excited to be back on the podcast in January. So great to have you here. Now today I'm going to be sharing with you seven must-dos in your business for 2019. We're going to get measurable, we're going to get focused, and we're going to make sure that the goals you're setting for yourself this year, you are going to be successful at achieving. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies that work, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. So excited to be back. Now, if we haven't met before and this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, and this podcast is brought to you by The Connection Exchange, where we help you get confident to build a standout, bold brand so that you and your business aren't swimming in the sea of sameness. And hey, happy new year. I hope you had a great break if you're listening to this in real time, uh, which is going to be the 10th of January. This is the first podcast for 2019. I had a great break, lots of beach days because obviously it's summer here in Australia and uh, yeah, feeling really relaxed. But I have to be honest, I was chomping at the bit to get back to work. And I was sharing with my subscribers recently as well that I think last year I was feeling a bit blah because I was in the middle of a renovation at the beginning of the year. And whatever your energy is at the beginning of the year, sometimes that can kind of filter through to the rest of your year. So today I'm going to be sharing with you seven must-dos in your business for 2019. And I think one of the main things, which is not one of my seven, but another one that I want to share is make sure that the energy that you start the year with is the one that you want to continue with. So get revved up, get excited, get focused and make sure that you are really identifying the things that you want to do in your business and going after them. But before we dive into the first podcast of 2019, I wanted to let you know about a free webinar that I am going to be running on Wednesday, the 23rd of January, which will be taking you through my free download, Your Best Year Yet Review and Planner. Now, the walkthrough with me is something that I usually sell on my website, but I think it's super important to go through this process. And so I wanted to do it for you, my community, before this year kicks off. So all you have to do is head to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash planning workshop, which is one word. So you're going to go to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash planning workshop and you can sign up there. And the webinar will be on the 23rd of January, which is a Wednesday. It's going to be 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. And I'm going to take you through that download and we're going to go through it in person. I'm going to help you with any questions that you've got and make sure that we're starting the year off right because I just think that this is where success is. It's all in the planning. And I think if you don't plan for your year, I think that you're leaving yourself open 
to leaving money on the table, not really achieving your goals, not being able to focus on what it is you really want to do, and just kind of ticking along without any real direction. So that's what we're going to be going through in this webinar. So make sure you head over to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash planning workshop, sign up, grab the free download, and come and say hi live on this webinar with me on the 23rd, which I am super looking forward to. But I think it's time. Let's dive into this week's podcast. So whenever I start the year off, there are a number of key things that I always look at and they're pretty similar. Every year I'm asking myself the same questions and then I'm planning out in detail the things that I want to do in the year. So the first thing is to have really clear goals. Now, I know that people talk about goals all the time, but for me, once again, pretty structured. What are my top three or four goals for this year? And I just like to give myself kind of more high level goals and then break those down into more detail and be able to create a structure and that around that. So I'm looking at measurable, tangible, giving myself a number, giving me the exact actions that I want in order to achieve those particular goals. And they're not wishy-washy. And I'm really going to say to you, when you are looking at your goals, don't just do pie in the sky goals. I really want you to name it, claim it, and frame it is the way that I like to put it. So for example, I'm going to share some of my goals with you. My first goal is to connect with more women and grow our local community events and membership because that's really important to me. And I love that. That is like one of the big things in my business that I get super enjoyment out of. So it is something that I want to do more of. My second one is financial goals. So increase my profits by 20 to 30%. So there is a specific number that I am aiming for. And I'm going to get into a little bit more detail on that in a second, but that is another goal. So look at, and this is where the review and planner comes in and the web, the webinar will be great as well. If you can join us is taking a look at what did you make last year, whether it was just revenue, maybe you didn't make any profit, maybe you did make profit, but really take a look at the numbers and knowing exactly how much money did we make? Where did that come from? And what do I want to do this year? And putting a number on it so that you're really clear on what you're aiming for so that when you get to the end of the year, you can actually say whether you did it or not. And I think that's one of the big things about goals is that if you don't have any measurable numbers or levels that you're trying to achieve, then how do you know if you were successful at reaching that goal or not? The third goal for me this year is email list goals as well. So I want to double my email list. And so I'm really looking at how do I do more webinars? How do I do more training? What else can I do for my community that can grow my list? I really want actually my community to be sharing what I'm sharing with them. That would be, you know, the ultimate thing that I would love in order to grow my email list. And then I also want to speak at 30 plus events. So just remember, all of these are measurable. I know how many people are in my community and membership. I know what my current financial goal, my financials are. I know what my current email list is. And I know how many speaking gigs that I am doing. So when it comes to goals, I want you to try and think of three to four. Don't give yourself like 50 goals or 20 goals that you are going to feel overwhelmed with. 
and they're going to be things that you may not be able to measure and then you just don't know whether you're achieving them or not. For me, if I say, well, I want to speak at 30 events and I know that I've already got 15 or 20 booked in, I'm excited. I'm like, I've got 10 left to go. This morning, I just booked in another one. So I am very much working towards that particular number. So make sure that all of your goals are measurable and that you have a number or some sort of measurement attached to it so that you can track in quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, like every business on the planet, you want to be tracking how you're going and working towards those goals as well. So number one of the must do things for your business in 2019 is have measurable goals. The second thing that I look at every single year, because we should be getting better at this, is how do I get more time in my business? So how can you streamline what you're doing so that you have more time? And I know that a lot of my listeners and the women in my community are not only business owners, but they are mums or they have other things. They have either got jobs, they've got other interests, they've got families, whatever it is. We are all looking for more time. And so really looking at where am I wasting time or where am I spending time that is not actually helping me grow my business or do the things that I want to do, you've got to start really looking at that with open eyes. And I think one of the main things is I last year wasted far too much time on social media. And I'm not talking about posting and responding to comments. I'm talking about mindless scrolling. And this was during the day as well. So I have been really good at this in the past. And last year, for some reason, I just wasn't very good. So I'm really pulling myself back this year. And now I'm only giving myself social breaks during the day. So when I get a coffee in the morning, I check my socials, I might do a post, I respond to comments, etc. On my desktop, it's the same. I am switching off Facebook uh, and anything else and just giving myself those five or 10 minutes at different times in the day because I do run Facebook groups. So it is part of my business. But I think you've got to really take a look at where am I spending my time and how could I be a lot more streamlined with what I'm doing? The other thing when it comes to time, and I've talked about this as well around time blocking, is really analyzing your day and saying, when do I work at my optimal? Is it in the morning? Is it at night? And how can I make sure that I'm doing the things that I really need to be doing in my business during the times when I am at my best? Now for me, I am 100% at my best between nine and three. You know, that is when my brain is firing on all cylinders. I have got a lot of energy. And so that's when I have clients. It's when I'm doing business development. It's when I'm creating my Facebook ads or whatever else I need to be doing. And so really looking at time blocking and making the most of your time is really important. So for example, this morning, I went for a walk because that's a new um, thing that I'm doing every single morning without fail. It's part of my routine and it's part of my self-care and I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to my book. So that's my time in the morning. And then I had a call from nine to nine 30. I am 
recording the podcast from 9.30 till 10.30. And then I've got clients this afternoon as well. So really scheduling specific times so that my diary is full of revenue generating, community building, list building activities where I am able to say, you know, tick, I did that, I completed it, and now it's out there. So remember, that was the other thing we talked about last year on the podcast was not just having things on your to-do list, uh, but completing them and putting them out there so that they're not just sitting there gathering digital dust, so to speak. So getting more time in your business. If you say, I don't have enough time, I can't find the time, then I want you to ask yourself a question, which is how much time are you watching TV for? How much time are you sitting on social media where you're not posting or not responding to comments? You know, where else are you wasting time that you could really be focusing on your business? Now, the other thing I want to say is that self-care time, I think, is non-negotiable. So as I said, my walk in the morning is something that I absolutely love. Uh, And I might also do, say, a pump class at lunchtime, or I might do yoga, or I might just do a five-minute meditation, which is an app on my phone. So it's not about being busy. It's about being really deliberate with your time and looking at where you can streamline it. So with getting more time as well, I'm also looking at the processes in my business. I once again, love being able to identify key things that need to happen in my business, getting into Asana and sending all of those tasks off to my VA. Tasks that I don't need to be doing, tasks that are administration and tasks that she can do a hell of a lot better than what I can be doing. So that means I get more time in my business, but things that need to get done are still getting done as well. So my question is, where are you wasting time? How can you be more streamlined with the time that you've got? Number three is coming back to one of the goals, increasing revenue and clients. Now, once again, this is something that I work with my clients on, and it is something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with. When you, If you're thinking, how do I get clients, um, you know, how do I make more money in my business, then this is where you've got to be focusing. Now, I came into this this year, this week, really, with no clients booked in. And the week before, I basically ended up doing what I needed to do to generate an extra three grand this week in revenue and clients that was not scheduled. So there are definitely things that you can be doing to increase the revenue and the clients in your business. So here are a few things that I would say to focus on this year if this is something that you struggle with. So what will you do every day to connect with a new client to business develop or grow your business. And this is a sticky note that I have on my computer screen that says, what did you do today to grow your business? And it's something that I'm looking at all the time. So what are you gonna do differently this year that you didn't do last year? How will you take action every day that will make a difference? And who will you connect with? So I've talked about this before. I have a CRM, which is 17 hats. You can have any CRM you like that has a list of all of my clients, all of my old clients, any kind of quotes or conversations I've had with potential clients. And what I did is that I went back to clients who I've been speaking to and said, did you want to do a strategy session 
in the first week or second week of January, uh, these are the times that I've got available. Let me know. And I got four clients that booked into that. So I probably contacted about 10 or 12. Now, the other thing is, is that a lot of people are still on holidays at the moment. So having a CRM or having a database of clients that you've spoken to and being able to reach back out to them is one of the best ways of developing new business or getting revenue in that you may not have scheduled or anticipated in your business. So being able to reach out and say, hey, happy new year. Hope you had an amazing break. Don't know if you're back at work yet, but I'm doing some strategy sessions and I wanted to know if you wanted to book in for one. I'm available on Wednesday from 12 till three. And and here's the link to book in. Yeah. So being really proactive with people that you know is super important. Also making the offer. This is a huge one. People don't do it. Yeah. They feel awkward. They feel like they shouldn't do it. So today on Insta Stories, I said, amongst other things, uh, I'm doing a lot of strategy sessions. If you want to do a strategy session, DM me or email me and let's do this. So call to action, you know, to your followers, to your subscribers, and let them know that this is something that you can do with them, whatever it is that you do. Yeah. The other thing is that one of the fabulous women in my community, I know that she was saying she was going to be running uh, a workshop in January. She wasn't planning to do it till later um, in the quarter, but because she's seen on social that everybody has such high energy and everybody is raring to go and getting back to work, etc., she is now booking in a workshop for January and people have started to book in. So I think it's really about watching what's happening in the landscape, adjusting your business accordingly, and really going with what's happening in the market and being able to be agile and respond quickly. Yeah. So I know that planning is key for January. This comes back to seasonality, which I'm going to be going through in the webinar on the 23rd of Jan. But because planning is key, not only am I talking more about my planner, but I'm like, you know something, I could do this webinar that could potentially grow my email list a little bit more. Plus I'm connecting and growing my community by offering free training and giving them this particular webinar content. So once again, what do you have that is seasonal? Do you have something that people are really wanting at the beginning of the year? where they're thinking about whatever it is that you're doing and they need help with it. So think about how you can potentially be focusing on seasonality in your business as well. But increasing revenue and clients, get out and meet more people. It's one of my big goals this year. I obviously run events and I have a community, but there are so many other communities in Melbourne where I am. And so I want to get out to new events and new communities and meet new people. So I've given my goal of one event per month that is new that I will go to. And so once again, giving yourself those measurable goals. Did I go to an event this month? Who did I meet? How did that go? Was that my kind of community? Should I be going to more of those those particular events? 
and really following up with people and building relationships and connections. It's not about going to events and then putting people on your email list because obviously that's a no-no. It's about building authentic, real relationships with people who you're gonna meet, they might come to my events, they might end up coming to my workshops, I might be able to help them in some way. And it's just going in with that kind of mindset of how do I grow my network? Because as Valerie Koo once said, your network is your net worth. So make sure you're really focusing on things that are going to help you to grow your business and increase your revenue and increase your clients as well. And obviously with that, the other thing that's worked really well for me is commenting and helping and giving tips and advice in Facebook groups. Yeah, because once again, that really builds your brand and it builds your expertise and how people see you in the market. So make sure that you are connecting wherever you can. Number four is having the right support. So once again, what events and networks will you make time for? and then really commit to going to them. The other thing is looking at when we went back to time is could you use some help? Now there are VAs that have ad hoc services where you can just send them through things that you need done and you pay as you go. Obviously, if you're a much bigger business where you need much better support or more support, then you can obviously be hiring an OBM, which is an online business manager, where you might pay a monthly fee and they do a set number of tasks for you. But I think having the right support in your business is really where growth is going to come from. You can't do everything. And it's so important to be able to recognize what am I awesome at? What am I not awesome at that I can be handing over to somebody else? So I was actually looking in my business the other day and thinking, what else could I be outsourcing? What else could I give to my VA? Uh, That means that I could be freeing up my time. And so I'm in the middle of looking at that and just thinking, what am I touching? And what can I pass off so that I'm really doing more business development, revenue generating, community focused training type work as well. So find the right support is really key to growth in your business. Number five is get better at what you do. So my question is, what are you reading or what are you learning right now that can help you get better at what you do? Every single year, I'm really looking at you know, where am I in my business? What am I really enjoying? And how can I you know, get better in regards to the skills that I have, what I'm teaching, how advanced I'm being with my community as well. I think for me, a lot of the women in my community have been in business for a few years. So things like, you know, SEO or email lists or opt-ins, etc. that's old school now for them. So it's really about what does the new world of business look like? How does building a brand look and what needs to happen in 2019 and beyond? What are those more advanced strategies when it comes to business and brand strategy that people need to be knowing about? And how can I be that person that is giving them that information? Now, one thing that I have really identified and I've known for a long time is that a lot of women really struggle with sales and marketing. And that is actually something that I love because I came from a sales background when I started working when I was like 20 years old. 
it is something that I actually enjoy, but I have a very different mindset around sales is that I am sharing what I have with people who need what I have. Yeah. So for me, sales and marketing is something I enjoy. It's something I do really well. And so I want to do more workshops on that. And so that's something that I've scheduled in this year with my live workshops, and I'll probably be doing them online as well. But that's something I'm always looking to get better in. And so over the break, I was reading Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss, which is fantastic. And I was reading The Cell by Frederick Eklund, who is, I think it's Million Dollar Listings is his show. He's in New York. He's a real estate agent. And it was a fantastic book. It was about sales, but it was about so much more. It was about really living your life in a way where you build a brand that is recognizable, that you have your own particular things that people recognize when it comes to you um, and just about building great relationships. And so I got so much more out of that book than I bargained for, which was fantastic. So getting better at your craft and really looking at how you continue to build your skills in what you're doing so that you can continue to share and advance your own business, your own knowledge as well, I think is really important. Not only does it mean that you're gonna enjoy what you do more, but it means that you can continue to grow your audience and grow your expertise and make sure that you're moving in the right direction. Like if you are always focused on, you know, the baseline, the things that are, kind of old school now, you are going to be left behind. So no matter what it is that you're doing, you've got to constantly be keeping up with the market and what's happening because the digital landscape moves at a rapid rate. So make sure that you are always moving forward. Number six is stand for something. So what I'm going to say here is it's time to step up. We talk about what we like, what we do, but my question is, what do you stand for? What is it that you have an opinion on and that really gets you going? You know, you can be passionate about what you do, but I think that when you have an opinion and when you take a stand on something specific, that's when people really connect with you because you've potentially got the same values as them, that they're interested in what you're talking about, where they you they agree with what you're talking about. And so they want to engage with what it is that you're saying. So not only thinking about your content pillars, which I've talked about before. You know, I talk about content marketing, video marketing, building your personal brand, etc. But it's also thinking about what really gets me going. What are things that really annoy me that I have a different perspective on? What are my opinions on things and what is it that I want to stand for? What am I going to be known for when it comes to a certain topic? And it's not just about business topics. It's about the world in general and business in general and things that you really want to be talking a lot more about. You know, I am so passionate about supporting women in business uh, and 
last year I experienced some really interesting things where I had some women who said things that were not very nice about me. And one of the things was, I don't really know her, but I don't really like her. And there are always people that will try and bring you down. There are always people that will have an opinion about what you're like, who you are, etc. But at the end of the day, they're not your people. So it doesn't matter. So really take a stand on things and you will find people who really resonate with what it is you have to say and what you're here to do. So don't be afraid to take a stand for something. I think that it's something that a lot of women that I follow have really stepped into in the last year or so. Uh, and I love seeing it, you know, and I, it really resonates with me. So really think about what it is that you want to be known for and what you want to stand for and what you've got an opinion on. And don't be scared to talk about that. And number seven, which is the last thing that I think is super important this year, is mindset. And I know everybody talks about it, but seriously, you can't do any of the things that I've talked about well if you don't sort out where your head is at. So getting really clear on your messaging, being really confident in who you are, what you're here to do, what you're capable of and really going after it and executing on it and not overthinking it. And I can't remember what book I was reading. It might've been in Tribe of Mentors, um, which I 100% agreed with, is that confidence comes from many acts of courage. It's all of the small steps that we take where we do things that might feel a little bit uncomfortable, where it's not something we would normally do. And all of those small steps of courage lead to more confidence in what you do. Because the more times you step up, the easier it gets, the more comfortable you become with it. Therefore, the more confident you become with it. So when it comes to mindset, what I would say to you is just think about what can I do today or in this moment that is courageous when it comes to my business? How can I think differently about what I'm doing? How can I really focus on the goals that I want to achieve and not be distracted by the noise? You know, how can I surround myself with women who have got a positive mindset so that they can really support me in the next 12 months to really achieve what I want? So working on your mindset and being really aware of what you, the stories are that you're telling yourself, what is holding you back, I think is really important. And one of the things that I talked about on Instagram recently was asking yourself, what are the beliefs that I have right now that are not serving me? Do I think that it's really hard to make money? Do I think that nobody wants my services? Do I think that I'm probably not going to achieve my goals even though I've set them? Uh, do I believe that I don't have anything special about me? Like what are those beliefs or stories that you're telling yourself that are not serving you to really help you achieve what you want to achieve this year? And I think that that is really the foundation for success, as so many entrepreneurs have said before, is that if you get your head right and you get your mindset right, the rest will follow. 
And so those are the seven must-dos, the key things that I think are key for success in your business in 2019. So number one, have measurable goals. Only give yourself three or four and make sure that you can actually track whether you are achieving those goals throughout the year or not. Get more time. Really look at streamlining. Don't waste time on social when you don't need to. Time block so that you're really clear on what it is you're doing, when you're doing it, and you can see that you're being productive and doing the work that is really going to help you grow your business. Number three was increased revenue and clients by being really deliberate, giving that call to action, letting people know, following up on clients and getting in additional revenue that you may not have anticipated. Number four is have the right support. Surround yourself with amazing people, go to networking events, get the VA support, get somebody to build your website, get somebody to do your copywriting, whatever it is you need support with, make sure that you know what you're good at and what you're not good at, what is a time suck for you and what, you know, where you should be spending your time and get people to support you who are better at it than you. Number five is get better at your craft. Always be reading, learning, growing. I have a goal to read a physical book at least once every month. I also listen to audio books, but I am always learning and I am always listening to what is happening in the market, where it's going so that I can keep up with it as well. So make sure you are getting better at your craft. Number six is take a stand for something this year. Yeah, don't just talk about business, but also talk about what it is that is important to you, what you believe, what you stand for, and be okay with not having everybody love you. It's fine. And number seven is get your mindset right. This is something that I think you've just got to spend time on and become really aware of and ask yourself the questions. What are the stories I'm telling myself? What is holding me back? What do I need to shift and change and how can I do that? Do I need to put post-it notes on my mirror? Do I need to set my alarm to go for that walk every morning so that I start refreshed and raring and ready to go? What is it that I need in order to work at my optimal and my best? So I am so excited to be back this year. I hope that those seven things are things that you can really implement in your business the beginning of this year. Don't forget to sign up for the webinar, which is going to be on the 23rd of January. Head over to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash planning workshop. I will see you live at 9.30 on the 23rd if you sign up for that. So thanks so much for listening and being here again. Welcome to 2019. It's awesome to have you on this journey with me this year. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd love you to share it with your friends and community. Feel free to tag me on Insta stories or Instagram if you're sharing it there. And make sure that you have subscribed through iTunes and I would love you to leave a review. I would so appreciate it. And obviously you can always follow me on all social platforms at Suze Chadwick. But obviously I love to hang out on Insta stories the most. But until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.